This is GabNet, the great American broadcast network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. From the GabNet Studios in Washington, D.C., you are listening to The Exchange. My name is Rob Alfano. Happy to be with you on this Tuesday night, and I'd be happy to talk to you. We're going to open up Skype in a few minutes and give you a chance to talk to us. GabNet Live is our handle. Come on, give us a call. Oh, it's good to be here with you again on a Tuesday night. Skype is open. We want to talk to you. Give us a call. Um, just want to remind you that some of the other programs that will be on this evening here on GabNet at 10 o'clock, it's The Ramble with Alex Bennett. And at midnight, it's Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle tonight at midnight right here on the Great American Broadcast Network. If you'd like information on this program, Alex's program, Revelstoke Jim's program, or Miranda's program, you can get all of that information and more and archives and everything else you want. It's all available on our website. It's gabnet.net. That's gabnet.net, okay? Hey, don't forget, uh, tonight's Tuesday. We have one more night of... Uh, the exchange and then Thursday and Friday of this week we're going to play the exam our new game show uh, both Thursday and Friday night of this week 9 p.m. Eastern right here on the Great American Broadcast Network I think I've uh, shameless plugged my way through it all so far not bad we, we didn't do too badly with just a couple of minutes in the in the beginning of the program to get all that out of the way right so anyway, Skype is open, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you right here on GabNet. Um, remember, it's GabNet Live, or you can call us. We have a phone number as well. It's 347-352-0079. That's 347-352-0079. That works for a lot of people who enjoy um, who enjoy that, calling us on the phone rather than calling us uh, uh, on Skype. And speaking of calling on Skype, Dan Meyer is called in. How are you, Dan? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Yeah, that's good. How was uh, how was your day? How's Washington? Oh, it's okay. The weather again, absolutely gorgeous. After we had some rain, you know, got the car all cleaned up, and then we got about thirty seconds of rain, just enough for it to make it look like crap. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that, I've been sitting in this studio since well, I get out of work at three thirty, and mm-hmm. I, I I quickly had something to eat, and I've been sitting in this studio since four thirty. Huh. So what, I just, so just sitting there, or what have you been doing stuff? Or well, I'm working on stuff here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm working on some stuff for 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 this program if I need it. And yeah. uh, doing just some other stuff that before I know it, at the end of the day, here it's time to go on the air. Well, here we are. And I don't now, have to fight. I, th- I don't have to fight because my wife is out. So she's not going to say, you're in that studio again. So she's working. <laughs> there you go. She's not going to be home go. for another 40 minutes or cool. so. 
little alone time, I guess, for you. Yeah. Yeah. So and now the weather here in Ohio, this over the weekend, um, fall got like a firm grip. I, there was a little sleet that fell yesterday here. So that was really surprising. And it was chilly on actually Sunday. Well, it's been chilly here, too. I mean, there's been no air conditioner for almost a month here. And um, really close to putting the heat on a couple of times at night. Especially, I think, Sunday night. We we yeah. Saturday or Sunday night. It was down in the forties. But yeah, this is a townhouse, so and I'm in the middle of the row, so I've mm-hmm. got I've got uh, the only you know the only the front of the back of the house actually have outside walls, so I get away with uh, not having to put the heat on so quickly. Yeah, but um, so, yeah, it's um, now now I was uh, I think I was talking. I don't know if your Rin's not feeling well tonight, so she uh, yeah she messaged I me. Guess she's yeah. She messaged me That's, telling me that she wasn't going to be able to make it. She got the flu shot, and it didn't sit well with her. Oh, that happens sometimes, doesn't but it? But that's not so – you know, that's weird because the flu shot is um, – it's dead. It's it's the uh, it's the flu virus, but the flu virus is right. dead. So it really shouldn't affect you. Now, I, you know, I don't know. Well, I've, I've never had a problem with it. But I know well, other people the, who well, have. The symptoms that, well, the symptoms that you get from the flu is your body's reaction to the virus. Like when you get a fever, that's your body's immune system kicking in. So that's kind of what happens, I think. Yeah, but uh, but when you tell it, when you ask a doctor about it, the doctor says it shouldn't happen because the flu virus, what you're getting in your, they're not pumping live flu in you. They're yeah. pumping the oh, dead yeah. virus in you. So hmm. I don't know. But it affects different people differently. Um, I have friends who every time they get it, they get it religiously every year. They get sick for a day. And it's just yeah. the way it is. Um, I didn't take it last year for the first time in probably 10 years. And right. my company is offering it. We have a health fair day coming up where everybody goes upstairs and they'll, they'll do your they'll do like a. Bat, a body to fat content, which I don't want any part of. Uh, they'll do uh, they'll do a cholesterol check. They'll give you a flu shot. And it's all part of the benefit package that they give you. This free health day, yeah. so like health screening kind of thing. And you know, I I uh, hadn't had the flu shot in a number of years myself, but I'm thinking about it this year because my new job. I'm around a bunch of people in close quarters, so what I you, might. What are you this doing? Year. Huh? What do you do? Um, I'm one of those people who annoy you by asking you to take phone surveys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's priceless. Yeah, and, and that that terrible. I, I'm just a terrible person. I have no soul. <laughs> You hear the? I said it last week. Uh, did you hear what I told the last guy who called? I know what. I mean, I wasn't mean to him or anything. He just said, "Hi, uh, we're from whatever. We just want your opinion." I said, "How much you pay?" Yeah. He he started People to laugh. That. He started to laugh. He said, "Pay?" I said, yeah. "Yeah, my opinion's worth money. You know, you don't get my opinion for free." Yeah. He said, "Oh no, we don't pay for this." I said, "Well, I'm sorry, you don't get my opinion then." Yeah, <laughs> I've I've heard that before, and and oh, sometimes when I say, uh, I think I've said like sarcastically once because I knew they weren't going to do the survey if they're asking that question, is that 
it's a satisfaction of a job well done or something like that. Something a little snarky, but so tell know, me, so tell me, what is that like? And, what is it? Tell me what that's like to 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 well, sit down in front of your phone and do that. Yeah. It's very uh, mind numbing at times, and luckily the place where I work uh, it's full of pretty nice people to talk to because you're always wanting to chit chat with your neighbor and you can gripe about the last caller. The last caller was some jerk who asked me how much I got paid. (laughs) (laughs) So how did they pay you? Did they pay you like just a a regular hourly wage or do you get a, do you get charged? Like, do you get a bonus for X amount of surveys you get done? Well, we get, um, we, we get paid by the hour. Right. Not much, but, you know, it's a job. I'm just happy to have a job after the year I've had. Well, so, um, you know, and then um, it's paid by the hour. And then there are certain productivity bonuses that they have. Like at the end of the month, they give you like a gift card or something. It's kind of goofy. But uh, they you give know, it to everybody or to- just the top uh, the top earners or the top? you know survey getters not at not everybody you have to have a certain number it's not necessarily with the top survey getters but the top survey getters will always get it but and it's like attendance and i see and uh, stuff like that so it's a combination of everything and if you work extra hours it helps too so full disclosure full disclosure here back in 1980 i want to say i had just come back from working in titusville florida I had, I had, it was my first radio gig. I was there. I started in 1979 at this AM radio station. And I went from in, in one year because of just circumstances, I went from one radio station to another radio station to another radio station in one year. And then, uh, it was Christmas time, or I should say about two weeks prior to Christmas. I was 20 years old. It would have been my first Christmas away from home. And I was really beginning to feel that, you know? Uh, I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm not going to be with my family Christmas. And my boss came. I was, it was a rocket WRKT 14. Okay. What was the, um, I don't remember the, the dial position it was FM and, uh, WRKT. And, uh, the, the guy that ran the station was also the afternoon drive guy. He was the sales guy. He was the chief huh. engineer. He was the everything guy. And he was one of these guys. His name was Bob Thompson. He's one of these guys that had one of those really bad comb overs with the bobby pin on the side. I'll never forget this guy. He came into. He he used to tell you. Know, I worked there from. I think I started in September of the year. It was. Uh, it was now two weeks before Christmas into December. He comes walking into the studio after he went. You know, he got off the air like he normally did at six, and I was doing six p.m. to one a.m. Top forty. Uh, radio station long shift to do top 40 and uh, yeah so so he walks out of the studio and then five minutes later he comes walking back in and he never did this and he says got a minute and i'm like <laughs> i've got six hours seven hours yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning of my show it wasn't 15 minutes in he sits down and he says I got some bad news. I got some good news and some bad news. The the good news is I'm going to give you a chance to go home and spend the holidays with your family. The bad, <laughs> the, the bad news is you could stay there. Yes. And I said, oh, really? I said, what's up? He said, well, you get the general idea that I'm I'm everything here. And, and uh, you know, 
I can't afford to pay you anymore. I, I just yeah. have no more money to pay you. The advertising rates are down. This is Christmas. We're not doing very well. Meantime, I got to get on the air and go, WRKT, hey, we got the, you know, I'm trying to be a, you know, oh, a top I'll, 40 job. I would have left. Well, you know, I'm new in the business, right, Doug? So you yeah. don't want to create a bad name. You want to, you know, you just don't do bad that, name, right? You're not, bad name, you're not getting paid. No, no, he paid me, but he couldn't afford uh, to pay me going forward. So oh, okay. he, he told me, he okay. did tell me you can leave to tomorrow if you want or you can work right. out two weeks you know if you want and get home in time for christmas and so i chose to do that um that but anyway nice. i wound up going home and i could not find a job back yeah. on long island i couldn't find a job i found a part-time job at uh at a, at a weekend at, a, at an am station so what did i do i wound up going to work for this thing called the radio advertising uh, radio advertising bureau, whatever it was called, but basically what it was were these really bogus ads that uh, we were selling. So you would get on the air and say, I had these Dun and Bradstreet cards. You come in every day and you'd have these Dun and Bradstreet cards and it listed the owner of the business, how much money the business earned, all this information. And That's so. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were trying to sell them these public service announcements that were wrapped in a little bit of a advertisement for them. So you would call up and you would say, hi, this is Rob Alfano from the radio advertising group. I'm representing WRAN in this state or whatever. You know, um, we'd like to talk to you about, a, you know, a chance for you to advertise on our station. And with a with a with the with the kids going back to school, here's what your ad will sound like. And then you would Joe's Pizza at twelve ninety one, you know, Main Street in in Farmingdale has, uh, you know, wants to remind you that the kids are going back to school. So please drive carefully. Joe's Pizza has the best pizza in the da 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 da. And you'd get hung up on, you'd get, I mean, and they used to tell you, no means yes, no means yes, don't hang up the phone, let them hang up on you. I lasted about 10 days. I I sat in that chair, I just, people would say, not interested, thank you, I hang up, not interested, thank you. And they would see you do that and they'd say, you can't hang up, you got to stay with it, you got, that's just not me. One day, I understand, I picked up the phone yeah, Dan's probably going through that right now. So. Well, no, he's he's um, he's not selling anything. All he, if they tell you no for the survey, yeah. does it really matter? Because you're not there's no money to yeah, be made. Right, right. Yeah, if they tell me no, I'm not interested. I just go to the next one. Yeah, you know. So, but make, for me, it's numbers game about going through them and right. getting the next call. The faster you get through the calls, the faster you are to your next survey. And yeah, in my condition, exactly. though, in my case, they were we were getting paid. By what, you know, we were getting paid money, you know, you'd get a cut, a percentage of what you sold. And these guys would, there was, we had in this huge room with these big tables. We were all around these tables and it was noisy in there. And everybody had a phone in front of them. It was this real high pressure. And guys would get up and they're standing on their chairs and they're, and they're, and they're lecturing into the phone. They don't even have the phone to their ear. They're yelling into the phone. They can't hear what the person on the other end of the phone is saying it because it really doesn't matter. And every time they'd get a sale, they'd yell, swing! And and they'd (laughs) ring a bell, and everybody would go crazy. And I was sitting there thinking, boy, I just can't do this. I picked up, I put the phone down. It was, I was there maybe an hour this one day. I put the phone down. I picked up the cards. I went over to my boss, and I said, this isn't for me. I cannot do this. I handed him the cards. I walked out. I never went back for whatever little paycheck they even owed me. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so i did it i know what it's like it's yeah. go ahead doug go yeah. ahead doug 
Yeah, there was a when I was like living in Roanoke. Um, this was a time when these people were like so you know supposedly like handicapped veterans selling these like life you know like long life light bulbs. And somebody called me up and just I don't know just caught me in the mood where it's like I guess I got a pretty decent commission check felt very pretty charitable and it's like okay I'll buy these overpriced light bulbs from you for you know fifty bucks or whatever. So they sent me the light bulbs. And you're like the wrong size. And I noticed like the return address is a physical address in Roanoke, Virginia. So I go there with my box and I go in there and, and it was funny. Everybody froze because they thought I was a cop. And uh, <laughs> but then when they realized I wasn't a cop because it was like some lady behind a cafeteria style table. Was like, you know, can I help you? And I was like, uh, yeah. But like, you know, none of these people there were handicapped. You know, they're like. Yeah, you know, teenagers, young adults. Any way you know, to make a fact, buck. The old man who sold me the light bulbs goes, "Oh yeah, I remember talking to you. I remember talking to you because I, you know, I, you know, I, I'll start a conversation with the damn worm." See, it went around, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but, it, but it was, but it was, kind of, but it was kind of, but it was just kind of funny that just going in there and just seeing it's like, man, what a freaking scam this was because this guy who got up and like said hello. You know, told me during his little, you know, little thing that was like, uh, you know, he's in a wheelchair, and they, and and these guys like went back to work while I was in there, and you can see him reading, reading from the script, like, oh, these light bulbs, you know, they're like as big as my fist, and <laughs> I was like, you know what, uh, yeah, you know, maybe next time. What you know what they say? There's an asshole for every seat, right? And you just got to find the one who is buying <laughs> your shit. <laughs> That's great. Oh, hey, not to, you know, you're talking about like Phil's picture yesterday, and I, I'm not trying to say this, draw a picture of my, uh, attention to myself or anything. But I know you two guys are my, on my Facebook thing. How, what, what's that and, again? And I came, what, what I, I you, came across these on. like pictures by hold accident. I'm, I'm not following. What, what, are you, what are you referencing? Well, Phil was talking about it was like, there was like, I guess, a picture of showing him with like with a home, you know, with that homeless picture guy. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, anyway. So I, I just found these like really bizarre disturbing early 50 60 pictures from halloween they're now my like profile and cover picture so if you want to get a good laugh i'm going to see how my facebook friends will lose you know from posting these there but it's uh oh i saw that wow. yeah that was uh yeah like old uh halloween costumes for like yeah, I think it was I put, like the 20s or something i put, I put, I put in like vintage halloween costumes i think i was going to get like you know i was looking for like the ones with the old cheap plastic mask and yeah, and the you know the costume where you mean with the rubber like, band you know, behind it? Yeah, the yeah, with the rubber band where yeah you know, made it hard to breathe and all that. Yeah, and he, and these creepy pictures just came out. It was like you know what? I kind of like these. <laughs> this would be interesting. And that's yeah. how, and I started realizing it's like you know what? Yeah, you know, I just made my boss my Facebook friend. Yeah, you know, uh -oh. yeah. I hope he doesn't come across like Doug. You know, I don't know anybody who does that, Doug. I have. I don't. Their bosses or Facebook friends. Anybody that you work with, I don't know anybody who is any place I've worked since I've had Facebook, who will make friends of the current employees. Now, before you leave, you'll you'll say, "Hey, you know, here's my Facebook or whatever." But nobody wants to be anybody's Facebook now, friend. I, I, I had three friends who from work Facebook friend me, and within two weeks, unfriended me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, but you got I your boss. I mean, I see him on I see him on a weekly basis, and everything's friendly and all that. But I just pretty much just sort of like, 
Well, yeah, I can understand where they come from. They're probably like, well, well, like, well, uh, now, this is well, like, bo- yeah, this is step one to the dark side. I don't want to go there. Yeah. What would your boss think if he listened to Gabnet? Do you think he? still <laughs> Oh that, well, they laugh because I tell them how how often I've been banned from it. That's <laughs> a running joke there. So yeah, I don't. So know. they know that. The, yeah, that's typical for dog, I guess. Right. <laughs> so so your friend unfair unfriended you. What are you oh yeah, yeah nothing. Yeah, but that's weird oh, because God, I, had somebody, I had somebody send me a friend request. That shocked the hell out of me. This, this guy kind of got me sort of like into the vintage racing and all that. And just then we kind of like, you know, just kind of like, well, he lived in Atlanta and all this, and I wasn't going to the races anymore. And I thought this guy was in prison. And I, and I got a Facebook friend request from him. And, you know, he's obviously not in prison, but it, it was like, how can this guy not be in prison for what he did? What did he do? I don't want to go into too much detail. Oh, then, I'm yeah, sure he's not maybe listening. You, you don't, yeah, but, maybe. But, but anyway, no, what happened maybe was he started this. There's a motorcycle manufacturer out, out of Italy. They make a good bike and all that. But, you know, it's not like the Honda, the Yamaha, or Kawasaki or anything. But like it's, Ducati? A, it's a high-dollar race bike. Ducati? He was importing these things over. And pretty much he was screwing people over, like getting their money and all hey, that. Doug? Saying the bike was here, Doug? and then Doug. what? Listen, you're on. A, you're, you're on a. Um, <laughs> you're, you're on a lecture series. <laughs> Sorry, trying try to communicate you, with you. you. Well, you the the, the Italian you. bike was it a Ducati? No, no. Oh. It, it's. Um, I don't want to say the name of it because okay. it would give too much. It's a very. It's it's not a well known bike, but he was shipping them over. Long story short, somebody ordered this bike from it. It was a bike that cost ten grand, and the guy said, "Yeah, yeah the bike's here. I need all the money to get it. You know, all the papers to clear up." He never ordered a bike. Hmm. And then he was doing like engine work for people and like cashing it on their credit cards and you know, getting That's that terrible. money and performing the, you know the services. Hmm. That's terrible. Hey, so listen, have you have you heard about um, the that the, the have you found the additional naked photos of Jennifer Lawrence? There is about, I think, 50 more photos that have shown up. Oh, really? Because I, I heard that she went and said it was a sex crime. Yes. That was big news today. But, That's the big oh. news today. But the thing is that she is calling anybody who has viewed those, you know, that you're partaking in a sex crime. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, I don't, really? Yeah. I'm not buying well, that. Watch out. Here's, here's part of the sex crime. Go to imagefap.com and you can see him there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I just thought it was kind of funny because, along you know, with look, the, if, along if with all the other ones, too. She's, she's all bent out of shape about it. And you know what? I, she explains that the reason those pictures are all out there is because her and her husband, her Boy, boyfriend, fiance, whatever, had a long-term monogamous relationship, and they spent a lot of time separated. So she felt that she she did that for him to keep the relationship fresh. But if you're famous, you, you just can't do that. You just can't do yeah. that. And if it gets out yes. there, <coughs> oh, excuse me. If it gets out there, it gets out there. It sucks. <laughs> But, I mean, she's calling everybody who – I mean, really, I, look, if you're going to go out there and look at these things, 
I, you know, more power to you. They're out there. Go look for them. You want to see them? Go see them. I don't see the, the, you know. I understand. (laughs) And, uh, you know, these, these celebrities, I mean, you know, you look at it, it's like they don't have, I don't, I'm going to get political here for a second. They don't have to worry about paying their bills ever. They don't have to worry about the petty shit that we do ever. Um, you know, sorry. Well, and I like Jennifer Lawrence a lot. I like her and respect her too, but you know, you you got nothing to worry about. If this is the only problem you have in life, you know, I mean, hey, she's that's a beautiful bad, woman, you know. She's a beautiful woman. She took these Absolutely. pictures. Mhm. You know, I mean, it, yeah. Would I be pissed off if that were if those were mine, or if God forbid they were my yeah. daughter's pictures or whatever? But hey, you know, you you. Yeah. I, I, t- I tell you what, the best new celebrity photos ever was Vanessa Williams. Those doing old that ones, les- doing that little lesbian scene. There. Those are like the originals. I mean, thank God for lesbians and Vanessa Williams. I mean, Miss America. Yeah, that, that I mean, ended her Miss America. I mean, doing ass play there. <laughs> I mean, my God. Miss America doing that. Yeah. I, I mean. That makes you feel I, all the more patriotic, I have that issue. What do you mean you have that oh, issue? Yeah. Oh, that issue? I have that issue. <laughs> I thought the anal issue. Yeah. Cover separated. <laughs> and I used, and I used to have that issue with the... Nah, 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 nah. I just, yeah. I, I have a very good memory. I have a very good memory. But yeah. um, oh yeah, about that I do too. But uh, now I have that one. That's thirty years ago, ago, isn't it? Those those pictures are like thirty, like at least thirty years ago. 30? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's a long time ago when you still had to buy months. magazines. Yeah. Can yeah. you even buy a magazine today like that? Does anybody publish them? I guess they do, right? Oh, yeah, Playboy's still around. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think they are. But, yeah, there's no point to it at all. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Unless you want to read the articles. But there's a, <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of magazines missing those. Like, uh, I don't think you can find High Society anymore, Cavalier, uh, Nugget. Um, come on, Dan. Help me out here. Um, uh, club. 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 Yeah. yeah, high society. Um, it's high society. I, I know that one. I yeah. loved high society. Um, it was all right. it, it, it was like the it was like the level up from Penthouse. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Penthouse was good. I like Penthouse. The 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 uh, the stories the the forum. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who wrote those? You know, they, they had to be a staff writer writing uh, those. Wait, well, you gotta remember yeah. that, that there was a great scene from the movie Splash where John Candy comes flying up on his Trans Am. I guess he bursted a couple of crates and he might not bust into him. Then he gets out and it's like, Penthouse printed my, yeah, printed my thing in the forum. Yeah, a lesbian no more. <laughs> I remember what movie was that from? Splash. Spl- that's right, Splash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has, uh, does anybody have anything else? Uh, you want to talk about here this evening? Well, Got anything on your mind burning? I'm going to see here. I'm looking looking on the, the web a little bit. Well, I got well, more something ISIS here. Stuff, I got, well, I I got something. That, Before obviously. we get into the news, I've got something that happened yeah. to me, which is just driving me absolutely wild. 
Yeah. And it, it sort of ties into uh, what's going on today, but it's not specifically a news story. I, I have a problem with my Achilles tendons, and uh, both of them are just too short. And because of it, I suffer from, I could never, I, even as a child, I could never touch my toes. There's no way. And now as I'm older, I'm finding that I hurt myself very easily when I do God forbid I don't really warm up well. I hurt myself. I, I can pull the, the, yeah. the tendons. So I, I started doing a little working out back in June. A little When I say working out, I mean getting on a treadmill and walking fast. And all sure. of a sudden I started to get all this pain. And, you know, turns out that I have uh, – it's these, it's these tight Achilles tendons that, that have a – I have a bone spur from them in the back of my heels. And that's causing me a great deal of discomfort in both heels. Wow. So I figure, you know, it's time to go to the podiatrist. So I I uh, make an appointment and go visit the, the, the podiatrist. He takes the x-rays. And then he says to me, I've got, here's the treatment. He told me what it was. He said, the, there's no real, the, the Achilles tendons take the longest time to heal. They, you know, there's, there's nothing you can do because you can't really stay off your feet. You just, they, so I have to wear these, what look like the, shin guards that a catcher wears i have to wear those to sleep at night and they keep my legs in a position so that the achilles tendon doesn't uh move too much so it rests it and then during the day i put on these other braces they're small they fit around my ankles and they squeeze the back of the achilles tendon and put pinch it sort of so it it leaves some slack in there so that's the two things he gave me then he gave me a lift for inside my shoes so under my heel of my shoes i'm I'm now about a half an inch taller because I'm wearing these lifts underneath there. And uh, then and, and, and then he tells me, oh, and by the way, I have no idea how much of this is going to be covered by your insurance company. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, really? I mean, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I've, I think I have pretty decent insurance, so we'll see what happens. So mm-hmm. I went back this past Thursday for the follow-up visit. And I got to tell you, I'm feeling better. It's still a little bit sore, but it isn't terrible as like it was. I don't limp as much. And um, the first thing I do when I walk in the door and, you know, I say, here, I'm I'm here for my 1030 appointment. The girl sees me and she goes, oh, uh, we have a bill for you. $500. Mm. Completely unexpected. I'm like, so now I'm like, really? $500. (sighs) Jeez. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So it turns out I called the insurance company and it turns out that um, I had a deductible left. My company has what they call, have you ever heard of these HRAs? Uh, not sure. No. An HRA is a health reimbursement account. And what they do is they put what they do is instead of offering a regular PPO account where you have like a, a very low deductible and stuff, they offer an account that's basically the same as the PPO, except it's got a very high deductible. And so I'm paying all this money and I think I have a $3,000 a year deductible and the company chips in the, they give you the first 1500. So you at the, at the beginning of each year, you get an account with 1500 bucks in it and you every time you go to the doctor, money comes out of that. When you buy a prescription, that you know anything that would be your portion comes out of that. When you eat up that fifteen hundred, then you need to start paying your portion of the deductible. Turns okay. out, 
my portion of the deductible kicked in and I have to pay this entire visit. And, and oh, jeez. You know, it's not like the worst thing in the world when you but it, what sucks about it is you're just you you just feel like any moment when you go to the doctor you don't have any idea of and nobody seems to know when the doctor tells you, well, we don't really know what they're going to cover. They can, you know, cover it all. They can cover none. They, you know, so you got to call your insurance company and you got, you got to do all this work. And, and you have to like have a college degree in all of this, you know, yeah. medical crap. Yeah. We, we and then when you call the insurance company, hang on, when you, when you call the insurance company to find out about it, you get put on hold. The girl comes back. She doesn't even herself <laughs> understand it. And it's like, you guys work there. Somebody must have an idea of, well, you know, there's, there's so many different flavors and so many different plans and we're not really sure. I'm like, and and so that that's supposed to make me feel good because I'm supposed to understand this, you know. It's just really frustrating and and, and yeah. it's only going to get worse. And, and, and my last thought on this is that my mother, who is in her mid-80s now and who's not all completely with it doesn't understand even very simple things and she's got my brother and she's got me that she can rely on for help right she every time she sees my brother he lives local to her she brings over papers i'm not sure i understand this can you help me with this okay mm. well i don't have kids my brother doesn't have kids we're fucked <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna understand any That's... of this crap and it's only getting more and more confusing true uh, it's just you know it's really scary every time you go to the doctor you don't know what which you know what you're going to wind up paying i, I mean it, something has to be done something not only well, the cost how much i'm paying a month and then i have to give them 500 bucks and i i, yeah, I got a little just, bit incensed and then i back down it's always gonna be a lot out of your pocket like unfortunately there was this poor guy at work that you know probably like battled cancer for like the last six years and unfortunately passed away a few months ago. But, uh, but our company, I mean, it, yeah, it's either blue cross or blue shield or prudential or nationwide or something like that. And it seemed like they switched every year. So now this guy who's been fighting cancer pretty much for six years straight, all of a sudden has like his new deductible. He now has to meet with this new company where if we stay with the other company, you know, he wouldn't have to put out the extra, you know, pocket expense there. And I'm sure Dave in Czechoslovakia is like, you know, probably laughing pretty hard at us. I don't know why you would even come here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. It's like I imagine like uh, Revel Soak Jim, when he hears these stories, he's like, what the hell are you guys doing down there? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. What's the I mean, I, I, I get it years ago, but today What's why would anybody I mean, I get it when you have nothing like why all the the Mexicans are trying to come here because they I mean, talk about corrupt governments and and not having anything. And they they put their children at risk to come here. That's how bad things are. They they put their children at risk. Yeah, I had a complete change of heart when uh, I don't know, several years ago, did this like Carnival Cruise and we went through parts of Mexico. And we did the, you know, little, you know, little, little tours, like for the, yeah, the day trips, ruins and all that kind of stuff. And it was just, it it was like, you know what, if if I was in your situation, I would be doing the same damn thing. It's sad because the kids beg. places that were no better than dog houses that people were Mm. living in. 
Oh, and and, and the kids and all like, beg. There were these ladies running up to our bus, and this bus was not slowing down. And I'm surprised we didn't take some out. You know, running up to us with fruit to try to sell us. I, I you yeah, know, I, no. sad. I, I don't really have a, I don't really have a, a play. I, I'm not someone who gives money out to people on the streets very often. I'll buy you a meal. I've done that a couple of times where you know somebody has said that they're hungry and I said, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I buy them beers. That's why. No, I don't want to buy them beers and I don't want to buy. Yeah. I don't want to give them money for drugs, but I'll get them a meal. But I will tell you. I was in the Philippines last year and I was walking with my my girlfriend at the time and her good friend and we're walking in this area that was really making me uncomfortable because I'm standing out like a sore thumb. It looks slummy and uh, I'm carrying my passport. I'm carrying money and it looks like I'm talking about I have never been in a place that looks third worldish like this. And I was extremely uncomfortable. But all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, comes this little tiny baby girl who must have been four, five. And she looks up at me and she's begging for money. Mm. And I just wanted to pick her up and I wanted to say, come home with me. I mean, really, she was such a doll. Her face was dirty and her hair was tattered. And I just I felt so terrible that I took money out of my pocket and I immediately gave it to her. And I got admonished by my girlfriend's uh, friend. Why would you do that? I said, why would I do that? I mean, really? I mean, that's, you know, she said, yes, but you see, don't you understand by you doing that? That means they're going to send their kid out there even more. They they know that the kid, you know, you, you can't do that. You can't Elicit do that. Elicit sympathy with the kid. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's sympathy, and they realize that. So if you want to stop that, then the way to do it is to not give money. But I couldn't like, do it. It's like a different world out there. I, I got family members, you know, who from that area. And just, you know, just talk about the poverty and all that. You know, same thing with in India. You know, you go over there. I, I mean, there's like, you know, you know, parents who like, you know, maim their kids on purpose so they can try to get more money begging. And so it's just a weird culture out there. I remember going to Mexico. Uh, I, I remember going to Mexico as well as uh, the Caribbean on cruises. And as oh, soon as yeah. you get off the ships... You see the children there, and they're all trying to sell you a piece of gum. You know, they're, you know, Mr. Mr. Buy My... And there's like, you know, you're like the Pied Piper. You're walking around with American money, and you feel real... You know, the ship tells you, don't, 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 but it's really, really hard not to give children. I, I, I do a pretty good job with adults, unless... Like I said, one day I, w- I was standing in Penn Station. I was waiting for my train home. It was dinner time. And I stopped to, you know, I was living alone. And I stopped to eat at the McDonald's there just to, I had 15 or so minutes to kill. And I'm standing there right outside the train platform. And, and a woman walks up to me and she said, I am so hungry. Can you help me? And I said, come on, I'll take you to McDonald's and buy you a meal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I bought her a meal at McDonald's. Bye. It's different from giving cash. I'll never give the cash. But with the kids, very hard to 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 not react like that. They really pull on your heartstrings. I tell, I had this. I had like the strangest. It was kind of um, the only time I ever gave money. It was like a guy who was like, you know, you know, like my position, you know, middle age and all that, and just he had this like Honda Odyssey van full of kids, and it was like. 
I lost my credit card and we're trying to get to Jacksonville. And Wilmington, Jacksonville is probably about a you know, 30 mile trek. And he goes, you know, I, I need to get some gas in my car to get me to Jacksonville. And I was like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you, you know, $15, which I put on my card. And I, I pumped it in myself and all that. But, you know, it, it was just, it was like very. Well, that's different, yeah. too. As I, I guess I guess I'm trying to get karma points. I don't think you want to I mean, not help like people. You would think <laughs> there's a difference. Like there's that. a difference between helping people and being scammed. Right. I think what you did by filling that guy's tank, you probably did him a real solid there. Right. Oh, I doubt I filled his tank at that time. <laughs> well, but whatever. Yeah. You gave him some gas. You did something for him that he needed. I mean, look, we I, could I all be enough to get back to Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, much. we could all be faced with uh, being stuck somewhere without your credit cards or without your bank card or without any cash in your pocket and you know you have the best intentions in the world but you need to ask somebody for for assistance and you'd hate to think that you couldn't get that assistance right so um that's true you know but but you know when you're when you're in a city like new york you get really callous to it i used to work at this place on 55th up 55th and 9th avenue um in New York when I first started working in the city back in the early 80s. And the early 80s was a time in New York City before Rudy Giuliani got there. And it was uh, a place filled with a lot of beggars, a lot of uh, riffraff that would stand where they would they would stand on corners where they knew the light would queue up people. The squeegee guys. Yep. Mm, Yeah. And all that went away after a while when after Giuliani turned turned uh, New York City into Walt Disney World, um, all that kind of went away. But back in the day, you know, you would give money to these people and then you'd realize you'd see the same guy. I'd be on my way to work every day and the same guys are sitting there on the corner. The guy that you gave the money to yesterday and he's asking you for money again today. And, you know, I I just looked at him and I was like, no, pal, sorry, I'm on my way to work. Go ahead. Doug, I remember I was like giving money. It was like uh, there was like I was leaving the mall, and it was like a little corner where like the you know, the guys like either say I'm a homeless vet or trying to get home or whatever. And I had a couple bucks. I was giving this guy. And it was like during their like little shift change. You know, they didn't give anything about it. And I was like, well, I guess I guess it cost you all your shift change. And then they kind of looked at me kind of like pissed. <laughs> you know, it, it was like okay, you know, this homeless person coming in now. This money now. This new person is coming in to take up this spot. It, it was kind of like bizarre because like like behind me and there's like you know it, it was like you know you know four or five people you know doing a little shift change. Yeah, I mean it, you know it's a it's a business for a lot of these guys. They stand there yeah. every they go to the same corners every day, and and I didn't know that first time I saw it. I was you know young guy and I, I okay sure I gave him a couple of bucks. Next day he's there. Next day he's there. Next day a week he's there. He's you know they ever they say hello to you and they get to know you. I'm not feeding them money but every day, but I, but I've come across some that just definitely has some like serious mental issues. Oh yeah, like, oh absolutely. <laughs> like far away, he's like far away towns. It was like this lady I came across, and I checked in like early in my motel. It was like you know three o'clock, and this lady was like this like at this exit sort of like. You know, it's either going to go eight, you know, uh, ninety-five or nine, what, what highway was it? Ninety-five south or ninety-five north? You know, it, it, it's like where you're at. You don't know. I have no idea where you're going to be going to. Mm-hmm. And she was an older. She was about my age, and you know, and I was kind of like watching her. And I went to go get some dinner and had some money. Came back, 
you know, with some beer and all that. So I was just still out there, you know, and get, and it was like, you know, here you go. Here's 10 bucks and all that. And I said, I said, I said, where are you going to, are, are you heading up North or South? She goes, well, I just really don't know. And then she started going, with this like long ramble. And it was like, uh, uh, here you go. You got my money. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. I felt sorry. For her, <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm sitting here just um, yeah, got about uh, 15 minutes left here on the program. By the way, we we uh, really could use some more callers here. Um, Gabnet mm. Live on Skype, or you can call us at three four seven three five two. Let me just double check. I want to give the wrong number out. Zero zero seven nine. It's three four seven three five two zero zero seven nine. Don't forget uh, this week. Both uh, Thursday and Friday, we are going to play the exam. So um, tomorrow night is the last night of uh, this particular kind of program. Thursday and Friday is game show both nights. Yay. Oh, yeah. The, uh, well, the one Friday on Saturday. When is that going to be playing? Thursday. Thursday. Uh, yeah. Uh, you won that what? one. No, it's going to be a lot. No, the, hey, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I know. He, yeah, he spoiled it. Spoiled it for everybody. Sorry. It's live. <laughs> We're going to be there I, on I, Thursday. I, I, think I, made a, I think I made a comeback. I think I won that one. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, I made, yeah, I made a yeah, comeback. One. You can't see that, but that's the score right there. <laughs> 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 oh, well. So... But anyway, um, I was looking a little at the news here. Huffington Post is uh, generally my, even though it's not the greatest site in the world, it's usually my go-to place. It kind of has a little everything in it. Um, what was it? Oh, more ISIS stuff, mostly. Um, well, we got this election coming up here. Um, I follow along with the... Uh, Allison Lunderman Grimes and Mitch McConnell race in Kentucky because I'm in, you know, Cincinnati's in their media market, so I get to see all those commercials. So um, that Allison Lunderman Grimes, she's putting out some good ads, kind of making up for that goofy gun ad she had. Oh yeah, if you if you know if I you know that. I no, know. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been watching before that. The shit, yeah. Before you know, the show, yeah. Before the show, I watched the just. I'm looking at you, Dan, and you know who you you are looking like, Albert. Has anybody ever told you that? Albert? Yeah. Let me see myself again. Uh, I'm, yeah, maybe a little Albertish. Yeah, I'm seeing Albert know. here. I'm like, I'm sitting okay. here looking at you while you were talking. I'm going, I don't. Know, I see Albert there. You look a lot like Albert. I don't. Know. I don't really see it myself, but I guess so. I guess since I got this. The uh, goatee. Uh, you know what? Maybe that's it. what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. The, the goatee. Is. It's the also the shape of your mouth. You just have. You look a little bit like Albert. The glasses. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you can say that classic line from uh, in Mel Brooks' History of the World. You look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> so anyway, Are you in the same hotel as you uh, were last week, Doug? No, no, I'm in a different one. I'm in. Uh, the reason I say that I, is, I'm in, I'm in Burlington, North Carolina tonight. The reason I say that is because your back, your headboard there, you're sitting on the bed, right? I, I, I'm in. I'm in an innkeeper. I was in an innkeeper last night. Oh well, there you go. So, there you go. So that's the same. They got, the, they got the same decor. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking it's the same. The same hotel same room. room. <laughs> what was the name of the hotel? 
I just want to make sure that I remember what not to stay in. It was like, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was like 53 bucks, 53 bucks. So, well, they raised my per diem. So, you know, it's like, what do they give you for a per diem? Oh, you stepped up to 53. Yeah. Whoa. No, they're, they're, paying, they're, they're like paying me $60. So I was like staying like these like $30 hotel rooms, you know, wow. and pocketing 30 bucks. Wow. And Jeez. now it's 80 bucks. So, wow. you know, now I'm staying like, you know, 50 to $60. How much would a Hampton still, Inn, you know, you know I, I, I like Hampton Inns. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those places that you well, get Hampton Inns over Hampton Inns over 80 bucks. I'm, I'm not going out of pocket staying there. You know, it's funny because my sister-in-law, showed me this we went on vacation we went to i went i went on vacation with my brother and sister-in-law a few years ago and we went to nashville and um and um where elvis lives memphis uh we drove down we went with no preconceived notions of where we were going to stay and it worked out to our benefit because as soon as we pulled into the town that we were staying in whether it be in nashville or in memphis we went to like a Denny's or uh, a Burger King or whatever, and they have all of those. Um, they have all of those uh, little local newspapers, and every one of those local newspapers had an amazing deal on like a Hampton Inn. You get like thirty bucks off, twenty bucks off on 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 the room, so you could do that too and stay at a little nicer place and just uh, you know treat yourself a little bit. Oh no, I I, I, I have a big. I have a big catalog of coupon books, you know, you that I definitely go through. Yeah, but you know, I, I do, you know, but there's some things I look for. You know, you know, I, I look at hotels. I make sure that there's not like a whole bunch of furniture, you know, draped over the rails mm-hmm. and sh- shoes outside the room mm-hmm. and little, you know, Weber Smoky Joe kettles. And do you or get, anything, you know, cooking, grilling outside? Do you get? I, yeah, I keep away from those places. There. Yeah, I would think so. Do you get continental breakfast or anything the next morning at that place? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm you know, continental breakfast. I mean, you know, continental bre- breakfast for me is an orange juice. Oh, okay. And so, um, <laughs> but you know, they got cereal. They got you know, you make you know, make waffles and stuff like that. Want to so, welcome uh, Jim Browning to the like, program here. I stay at. There, there's one place to stay on a regular basis in Eatonton, North Carolina. They don't have a continental breakfast, but if you're lucky enough to stay at some of these rooms that they have mm-hmm. on Channel 69, they have like vintage. Porn. Well, there you it go. It comes on like at eight o'clock yeah. at night, so I guess that like their, that's their substitute for continental breakfast. There, I'll take the continental <laughs> breakfast. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, Jim, how are you tonight? Old breakfast. Oh, uh, great! I'm on the road again, but I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to join. You. <laughs> to join uh, you and Doug and Albert on the show tonight and say hi. <laughs> Doesn't he look a little bit like Albert? Am I wrong there? Just the, the, especially when he... No, I don't think so. That's, that's very true. No, I'm in... Uh, where am I tonight? I'm in Palmyra, yeah, Virginia. Where are you, Jim? I'm in, I'm in Palmyra, Virginia. Palmyra, Virginia. Palmyra, Virginia. Where are you staying? A Motel 6. Yeah. <laughs> they leave the Any light on for you? There? Yeah, they left light on for me. I'm a big Tom Bodette fan, so I, I give my allegiance to the Motel 6. Well, there you go. Just hope they don't leave the black light on for yeah, you. He's on PBR a lot. Who knows what to see? <laughs> That's right. And I, I think Doug's uh, been there. <laughs> uh, how many, how many oh, have you had, uh, Doug? I don't, uh, I don't think I've been there. 
How many have you had, Doug? I see you're you're down in them. You're you can tell from at nine o'clock. No, really? Oh my goodness! You could definitely tell the difference between your eyes one hour ago, fifty-two minutes ago, and now. You're 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 starting to. Yeah, this is the. Uh, <laughs> it's well, the bewitching the, hour. The beginning is, of. Uh, this is why you start, he start, starting to wave a little bit. <laughs> no, you're you're starting to you're heading on, you're at the top of the roller coaster, starting See, to head if, down. If you didn't drink all that beer, you could stay in a little better uh, hotel that's, room. That's my that's my that's my yeah. internet connection there. Yeah, I know. Also, if you drink, also, if you didn't drink more beer, you could stay on later with Alex. <laughs> His head was much oh, closer to the top of the uh, the picture frame at the beginning of the show, yeah. and now it's sliding down towards the bottom of the picture frame. <laughs> yeah, notice that uh, he's uh, got the, I'll fix there. That. You go oh, there. He is. Uh, uh, he got, that, that's, yeah, that's like the Mister, you know, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. So um, anyway. Hey, did you? Um, I, I I know I've mentioned the fact that uh, Thanksgiving's coming up here. Mm-hmm. In Canada, on the on the uh, what is it? The, uh, the Monday, October. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the same day you guys have Columbus Day. Oh, like the twelfth or thirteenth? It's the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. But you see that uh, Seattle City Council. I wanted to inject a little news for you here. Uh, uh, hang on, do I even have my? Uh, uh, I thought I had my uh, my news jingle. All hang on, where is it? Um. <laughs> Seattle City Council has voted unanimously to replace Columbus Day. They are now it, it is no longer called Columbus Day in Seattle. It is now the uh, it is Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, <laughs> that's good. I'm not kidding. That's what they said. They they've uh, oh, so to hell with Christopher Columbus. It's like down with down with you know. Christopher Columbus and up with the uh, uh, the indigenous people because obviously Washington <laughs> State in a rage right That's now. Ridiculous. Patrick would be in a rage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him and him and uh, him and Bill. the Sopranos. Oh, that's right, the Sopranos. That's, that's yeah. right. So Italian Americans. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember those episodes. They got all yeah. up in arms. Yeah, man. They started. Right. They started poking fun at the Indian uh, Native American. Uh, the guy who was in. Oh, did you guys have that commercial in? In uh, it was a public service announcement. In uh, do you guys remember that the old Indian guy? He'd cry. He'd uh, see yeah. the tear. Oh yeah, that. Uh, and actually, he wasn't Indian. He was like weird a New York, something like that. He was actually it's Italian. Like a weird tear. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. He was actually Italian, and his name. His, oh, yeah. it, his right. name was Ironized Cody. Well, that's what he went by. And uh, so yeah, that's what they were going to blackmail the Indians with. Yep. They were going to release the uh, the news that uh, uh, he wasn't really native, that he was really an Italian guy from Brooklyn, and uh, and basically the Indian people said, "Yeah, who cares? You don't mess and, with the Sopranos." What? And they, it, yeah. It's like the, it's like the Dusecki's most interesting man. Yeah, it's not a Spaniard. Yeah, he's like a New York you know Jew guy. Well, so, um. <laughs> Anyway, they were trying. They basically said finding out he wasn't uh, a Native American. Uh, it, it wasn't distressing. It's about. It, it's like Italians finding out that James Caan is not Italian. Right. Right. Exactly. You know? so, That's right. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> James so, Caan, Sonny, not Italian. At, I always look at James Caan movie Rollerball. 
Great movie. Okay. Okay. You just Very better good. than Godfather. No, 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 no. Let's throw another pitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Well, so, we anyway, are. I just wanted to say: is it is it is it too politically correct? I mean, do you need to change? Are you going to start changing all your holidays to things that aren't going to offend people? And that's the yeah. way we're going in this society, isn't it? Looks that way. Well, I mean, I can kind of appreciate uh, Columbus Day, the Columbus Day thing, just because in recent years we've discovered more and more about what that was all about. And so we've learned more. So Columbus Day, I'm not too, you know, obviously there are a lot of other things that I okay. don't care about. But, you know, Columbus Day, that can go. I don't care. Listen, now, the Italians have spoken in, in Seattle. Uh, now, imagine a yeah. bunch of guys in suits. They had a press conference. They said, this is a big insult to those of us of Italian heritage. We feel disrespected. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Fasicelli. Oh. oh, there you go. And he added, America wouldn't be America without Christopher Columbus. Well, I had some good fast chili the other day funny. with marinara sauce. I mean, I'm 54 years old. And I always kind of grew up that I was like, that's who discovered America. Yeah, that's what we so were I taught can in see school. Why, you know, there's going to be some you know, take back from people like saying, like, hey, that's what I grew up with. And, you know, you know, who, you know how dare you tell me, you know, what the actual history is. Well, but, they rewrite history all the time. Our, this history, we're rewriting it now. It's being rewritten. It's constantly be re, being rewritten. Technical, then. I mean, why? You know, why? If you're going to rewrite history, why even teach it? December 25th doesn't make sense either. Well, because, yeah, Christ was well, not yeah, born on December 25th. Yeah. Right. That's a rope. Uh, oh. We call it the, the Roman festival. Yeah. Is that what that is? Is that why it was December 20th? I, I think it was, yeah. It was a Roman festival that was around that time. And then the Roman Catholic Church, when they were when they were in Rome, they just basically co-opted that festival and called it Christmas, and, I and, guess. And, I the, and the American Santa Claus is from Coca-Cola. I think. Yeah, that, no, at least true. the modern version of Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah, the modern version of Santa Claus with the red and the white mm -hmm. was, a, was, a, was a Coca-Cola invention. Absolutely. Sorry for all the little so, kitties who were listening. Well, but, uh, it's all, uh, you know, yeah, we're kind of rewriting the history and the traditions all the time as far as, you know, the holidays yeah, go. Yeah, that is true. But we are going to, uh, we're going to vacate the premises now and we're going to make room for Alex Bennett's ramble, which is coming up next. I'd like to thank Jim Browning, Dan Meyer, and Doug Dupuy. Doug, are you still with us? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, we'll see you tomorrow night. We have uh, one more night of this program, and then uh, two nights we're going to do the talk with the, the game show this week, the exam. Uh, but don't forget to stay close, because Alex Bennett is next right here on the Great American Broadcast Network, and I'll see you tomorrow night at 9. Oh, Miranda, Miranda is here at midnight with Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle. That's at midnight Eastern as well. 